You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 70. Today, we're talking about aligning your life to your moon cycle. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. So happy to have you. And if you're brand new, hello, nice to meet you. My name is Shanae. I'm your host. I'm a former WBFF bikini pro and fitness and nutrition coach turned master life coach. I am obsessed with helping you on your journey to your highest self. And we do that through personal development, healing inner wounds, connecting with your divine feminine, energy healing, and all the things, lots of tools, lots of things you learn here uh, for your personal development journey. And I forgot to add, integrating all of that with your mind, your body, and your heart. Um, Because I have the fitness and nutrition background, I am really passionate about you, like not just living a life that looks good on the external, but feels good on the inside and everything is connected. So today is a body pillar episode. We're going to be talking about our periods, our moon cycles. And um, if you ever like wanted a deeper connection with yourself, or if you've been wanting to connect to your intuition, then this episode is for you. Today, I'm going to share with you how we can align our life with our moon cycle, which is, like I said, our period. Um, I like calling it a moon cycle. I think it's a cute name. Um, Because here's the thing. Our body has infinite wisdom, infinite wisdom, and it wants to give us this wisdom if we're willing to take the time to listen. Uh, For myself personally, connecting my moon cycle with like my lifestyle and and how I operate, and I've I've hinted this on the show like so many times, has um, been like the thing for me. I've been on a journey of healing my wounded feminine, of connecting more and um, not always letting my masculine take the drive. And by doing so, Um, what's happened is I've been able to connect to my intuition deeper, which has then given me a greater sense of confidence and trust in myself. Um, That confidence and trust has actually catapulted my business, my personal life, my relationships, and it's, it's really, really changed my life. And so obviously I want to share it with you guys. So tune in today and we are going to talk about the cyclical nature of everything like literally everything. I'm going to blow your mind with this one. Um, The four phases of our cycle, how to connect with ourselves at each phase. And then I'm also giving you journal prompts for further connection and reflection through each phase of your cycle. If this is something that you've been wanting to dive into, come and hang out with me inside my private uh, membership coaching community, which is being rebranded and renamed. It is officially called Evolve Collective. It's a healing collective. And I'm going to do a whole episode on it. So you just wait. Um, If it piques your interest, um, you can just DM me and I'll talk to you more about it. Um, But it was previously Mindset Makeover and we have renamed to Evolve. Um, So one of the coaching themes for 2021 will be this. January to be specific. Um, So if this is something that you've been wanting to dive into and uh, you want to do it with a community of like-minded women, come and hang out with us. It is an amazing community. We have, um, you know, weekly journal prompts. We have monthly virtual retreats. We just, it's just like the best energy. And I say this every time because I really mean it. So come and hang out with us in there if you are feeling called to. 
So without further ado, let's get into it. I want to start off by first talking about cycles. Like what is a cycle? So, and how is everything a cycle? Um, So a cycle is when something happens over and over again. And if you were to look around you, everything in nature is a cycle. We've got the moon that goes through cycles, the carbon cycle, water cycle, the life cycle of ourselves, and everything that you see around you is a cycle. Yet we often, and, and, you know, obviously our period is a cycle. Um, but yet we often put so much pressure on ourselves to be linear. You know, we, we expect ourselves to work hard with no breaks, to always be achieving goals, to always be growing, always be learning, like always be striving for more and always going up. And then we fall short. We burn out, we get tired, um, and we like need to take all these breaks, but then we feel guilt and shame for taking breaks. And we just like are constantly pushing ourselves to like be linear in our growth instead of adapting to nature and, and seeing that life comes in cycles. Our goals come in cycles. Our seasons come in cycles. So why, why do we put so much pressure on ourselves to be linear? Like, you know, lots of times my clients, um, it's like, why am I, when I used to do more of the fitness and nutrition coaching, it's like, well, you know, why did my weight loss stall? <laughs> like, why am I no longer losing weight? Why have I stalled? Why, why am I not losing weight every single week? And they put like pressure on themselves to do that. With my business coaching clients, it's like, like I haven't gotten a new client in a month or like, oh my gosh, my followers keep going down. So we just constantly put pressure on ourselves to always be moving up when it's, that's just not the way that things work. Like things come in cycles, like things are going to ebb and things are going to flow. And when we learn to align with our cycle, as women, we can then learn to align with the cycles of everything in life. So remember how I always say like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you don't know what your own monthly cycle is, like your own energetic cycle, and if you don't honor that for yourself, like your own body, then it's going to be much harder for you to honor all the other cycles in your life. So with that being said, why don't we honor our own monthly cycle? Like, why do we look at our period as something that is a burden or something to be ashamed about? That was definitely me. Like, I thought it was a burden. Um, Every time my period came, I was like, oh, great. Like, here it is again. I have to push through this. I have to power through this. I don't have the energy to work out, but I'm going to force myself to go and do it. Um, Or like, you know, I have cramps. And so now I have to stay home. Like, it was always such a burden to me. Um, And then it was like shameful. Like, I didn't want to tell my husband when I was on my period. Um, We like hide our tampons or we hide our pads, right? It's like, we there's so much shame embedded into our culture for like what our monthly cycle is. So the reason why is because we live in a patriarchal society, meaning that we value the masculine energy of, of life. We value hustle. We value, um, like, like, um, now I'm having a brain fart, but we value all of the masculine energy parts of our society of doing, of hustling, of getting things done. And we don't value the feminine energy of our society, which is resting, reevaluating, regenerating, receiving. 
So when we value hustle and productive productivity and effectiveness, we as women get really irritated around our periods because we are not productive or effective or hustle. We go to the complete opposite, right? Um, we we want to rest. We want to be a sloth and eat all day. <laughs> and we feel shame around that. And we don't allow ourselves to do that. Um, so when you learn to adapt your life to your cycle, what happens is that you give yourself permission to slow down. And when we can start to honor our energy that comes in cycles, when we can start to honor our body that comes in cycles, our, um, our creativity, our flow, um, especially in business, like you'll find that you don't have that consistent energy all the freaking time. Like maybe your male counterparts do to always be like hustling and creative and creating content. And like, you're not always turned on. And so when we can honor these cycles and align it to a period, we can actually increase our effectiveness over time because we're not burning out, right? It's like putting gas in the tank. It's letting go of the pedal when you're streaming downhill so that then once you get to the bottom of the hill, you can press the gas pedal again and you're more likely to go faster. So let's start by going into the four phases of our cycle. Um, and then I'm going to teach you like how each phase can amplify our lives. It can amplify our creativity, what's kind of happening with our hormones during each phase. Um, so let's do it. So week one, day one through seven is actually the winter of your cycle. Um, so if we look at it in seasons, the winter, if you look at it scientifically, it's called your menstrual, the menstrual time. Um, the first day of like your first full bleed is actually day one. That was news to me. I didn't know that until I started tracking my period. Um, so during this winter phase, the best way that we can connect with ourselves is by slowing down, canceling workouts, opting to do walking or yoga or stretching or nothing. Um, hormonally, they're at, our hormones are at the lowest point. So what happens is that both hemispheres of our brain, the right and the left, like the creative and the logical can actually communicate much better and easier. So this is a really good time to reflect on where you're at. So like in business, you can look at like your statistics or your data or your insights and be like, hmm, what is doing really, really well right now? And what is not working right now? You can even do this like for your finances and for your personal life and your home. This is also a really good time for you to let go of the guilt for not working as hard or being able to keep up with the external world. Um, so this is what I mean about like, we live in a patriarchal society where like society doesn't slow down, right? Like things are literally always, always, always going, but we as women, like we have to slow down. We have to give ourselves that permission to slow down and to rest and to not do anything during this time and to not compare ourselves with the rest of the world that's moving forward when like all you really want to do is lay down. Um, during our menstrual phase, this is the strongest connection that we have with our inner world, which is your intuition. So um, personally, what I do during um, this week is I will take like in the middle of my period, like when, you know, your flow is the strongest, I actually like cancel everything on that day. Um, I call it a no should day. I don't do anything that I tell myself that I think I should even like rest. If I tell myself like you should rest, I'm like, Ooh, that's pressure to do something. 
I don't rest. I'll do whatever I want to do. Maybe I'll work. Um, some prompts for you to dive into during this time, um, which will then actually help you figure out what is it that you want to do during this time, um, are going to be, um, what can I surrender that is not serving my highest self right now? And so sometimes even forcing rest is something that we have to surrender. How can I honor my self-worth and intentions this month? What new intentions do I want to create? And my favorite is doing a womb meditation. Um, so there's a, an app that I use called Insight Timer that has a lot of really great meditations on it. There's a womb wisdom one in there. You can do your own meditation where you just meditate for five to 10 minutes. Um, you can do a visualization meditation that helps you connect with your womb goddess and um, gain insight and messages from your intuition. So oftentimes I do this and a word will come up or like an affirmation or a mantra will come up and I use that um, to guide my next month. Um, I'm also, <laughs> I'm very woo-woo. Um, I have cards, I have a tarot deck and so I'll draw three cards or four cards um, after I do my womb meditation, I ask my guides for guidance and, you know, spirit to guide me and, and bring forward what I need to hear. And then I let those cards guide my next, um, like the four weeks of my cycle. So each card represents a week or like that, that phase of the cycle, because, you know, it's not perfect. All your cycles are not like seven days long or like each phase of your cycle is not seven days long. So that's really what we can do during our winter, having a no-should day, um, connecting with our womb wisdom, slowing down and just giving yourself full permission to rest um, because after our menstrual cycle or menstrual phase, we move into the follicular phase, which if we're looking at this as seasons, is the spring. So this is when our body is starting, our hormones are starting to rise again. I call it the rising. And your womb, like physically, is actually preparing to receive the new egg and it's open, right, to receiving this egg. And like energetically, you're open to accommodating like freshness in your life. Your hormones are rising. This egg is about to fall into your uterus. Um, this is a really great time to set new goals, new intentions. This is a time to um, create more, like think about different systems that you want to bring into your life. And it's kind of like planting the seeds is like what I see it. I start to plan. I start to look forward at my month and start to schedule things out. Um, and you know, you can even look at your whole quarter. Um, this phase moves us out of our uh, inner world and more into like physical reality and less with like less with the intuitive world is what I'm trying to say. So like during your menstruation, you have that deeper connection to your inner world and it's like much easier for you to drop in and receive messages. And as you move out of that into your follicular phase, you have a more of a connection with reality. So a couple of journal prompts that you can use to reflect on this time is how should I channel my energy to accomplish my goals and intentions? What new projects do I want to start? What systems can I create to facilitate my goals? And then like, what do I want to accomplish this month? So again, this is the spring phase. So we're planting seeds. We are putting things into motion. Um, in my business, what I do in this spring phase is I plan. I look at the next month ahead. I look at, is there, you know, um, 
what new coaching themes do I want to bring up in the Evolve Collective? Um, what do I want to talk about in the mastermind? What do I want to talk about in the podcast? I just start to like set the seeds and plan ahead. Um, are there any speaking engagements do I have that's coming up or do I want to speak somewhere? And I start to do some like research on those kinds of things. Um, and yeah, so, um, you guys know, I do a CEO Sunday, lots of times during this phase of my cycle, I'll do, um, I'll do CEO for like the whole month. And, um, I block off like when I know my next, when I know when my period is going to start, I try and like clear out my calendar a month in advance for those days. So, um, if it's like during the week, I can't always cancel my calls. Like Tuesdays are my big, big coaching days. So, you know, I was on my period this time, this time around on my coaching call, but I was smart and I had booked guest speakers that day. So I still showed up and I was facilitating all the coaching and um, running the calls, but I had guest speakers speak. So I didn't have to be the one giving to my community. So this is where you can be a little bit smart. Like, yeah, we can't always like block off days. <laughs> um, you know, even as, even though I work for myself, like I still have my clients to serve. I'm not just gonna be like, sorry, I'm on my period today. So we have no call. I'm going to do what I can to show up for them and also honor my energy at the same time. Um, so that's what I'll do a month out in advance, like kind of see when is my next period going to be and like how can I just change my schedule to accommodate for that. Um, moving into week three, which um, if you are tracking your period, um, this is day 15 through 21. Um, and like if you're doing the daily journaling, what I sometimes do in the top right corner is I jot down the day of my period. Um, as a side note, um, one of the things that one of the benefits of doing this is like, you know, in, in the energy section of your journaling. And if you have no idea what the highest self journal flow is, go back a couple episodes and I um, clearly lay it out. Um, listen to the episode with Eliza where we talk about um, her 90 day commitment to journaling and how that how that worked out for her. So we talk about what our journal flow looks like in there. Um, so anyhow, when you write the day that you're on and you look at your energy, you'll start to see the trends in your pattern. So you'll see like, okay, like when I'm on day 15, I have so much energy. I want to accomplish all my goals. I worked out every single day this week and my energy is super high. Um, and then you'll start to notice like, okay, on day 28, I have zero energy. I don't want to do anything. I want to curl up into a ball. And, um, knowing these cycles and knowing these patterns about ourselves just gives us more info to who we are and how we operate. So instead of beating yourself up because you don't have energy, like closer to your period week, you can actually just like plan for it and accommodate your life around it. Does that make sense? So anyhow, I hope this is all making sense. I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> it says a podcast. Of course I'm talking a lot. Um, okay. Pause. Moving into week three. Let's just recap week one and week two. Week one is going inwards. It's the winter. We slow down. We um, let go of guilt for not working so hard. And business-wise, great time for you to just look into your business, look at the insights, look at the statistics, uh, look at what's working and what's not working. Week two, the rising, that's our spring slash follicular phase. Our womb is preparing to receive new, great time to set goals and intentions and create systems and plan out what you want to accomplish for the next month. Moving into week three, which I call full bloom. This is our summer 
slash ovulation phase. And this is the week that carries the idea of conception. So like scientifically and physically in our bodies, we're ovulating, the egg is in our uterus, the egg is open to receiving sperm. (laughs) And um, this is like conception, right? And from like an energetic standpoint, conception is fresh ideas of thoughts and dreams and goals, like things coming to life. In spring, we plant the seeds, and in summer, those seeds bloom. That's why I call it flow bloom. Um, This phase of our cycle is when we have the most energy. Our hormones are at the peak. Um, So this is a great time of week to schedule like dates with your friends, calls, meetings, speaking engagements. Um, You have more energy during this time, so it's a really great time where you can mentor and support others. And it's also a perfect time to just be face-to-face with the world. Do you ever, like, have you guys heard that during ovulation phase, we have, like, pheromones and um, men, (laughs) other people can, um, it's it's a weird thing, but, like, primally, they can, like, smell those pheromones, so you're much more attractive to people during this time, Um, so which is why this is a really great time to do those speaking engagements or to hang out with your friends or just like to be seen. Like maybe this is the week that you go live on Instagram, or this is the week that you batch record all your podcasts or all your YouTube videos because your energy is at the highest. Um, so that energy is going to be really well received by people. Um, this is also the week for me personally, where, um, all my content comes alive. So like in the spring is when I really think about, okay, what did it, what is it that I want to create? And then the week of the full bloom is when I'm like, like doing it, like doing it, like when I'm really good and I'm human, so I'm not perfect. But when I have my, um, schedule perfect, I do all of my podcast batching that week and I do it all at once. And it's so easy. All the content flows to me. Um, this time around, like right now, as am I recording this, I am in the week two, I'm on day eight, (laughs) the rising. So, um, it's not in my summer, but you know, life happens and I can't always be perfect with my schedule. Um, but in general, that's a really good time to do this. So some journal prompts for you to reflect is how much pleasure is there in my life right now? And not just sexual. I mean, pleasure, like, are you reading the things that you want to read? Are you watching the shows that you want to watch? Are you allowing yourself to indulge and have pleasure in your own life? Even with like food, how do I take care of my body? What courageous conversations do I need to have? And I'll expand on this one in a second. How can I support and be supported by others? And how can, who can I reach out and collaborate with? So courageous conversations are heart-to-hearts. You know what a heart, H2H, heart-to-heart combos. Um, because your energy is at the highest right now, this is a great week to have those hard courageous conversations with people that you've been avoiding. So if there's a courageous conversation with your partner, with your husband, with your wife, with a family member, um, maybe it's, um, you know, something like that, that's been weighing on you. Um, or like you're going to put your two weeks in at at your work. (laughs) Um, this would be a really great time to harness that energy, that natural energy that we have and to utilize it. And last but not least, moving into week four, which I call letting go. It is the fall and luteal phase of our cycle. 
and our energy just naturally withers during this time. So we gradually withdraw back into like ourselves, our internal subconscious realms. Um, this phase is hard. This phase can often feel like a roller coaster of emotions because your hormones are starting to dip down low. Um, you might be getting like you might have PMS symptoms, right? Premenstrual symptoms. This is that luteal phase. Um, you might be more irritable. You might be grumpy. Totally me. I get very grumpy, um, snappy, moody. And when that happens, it's an opportunity for me to reflect inwards. Um, this time, like this phase, we might have an increased need for rest and reevaluating our plans and like the ways that we operate. And this is the phase that I find women have the most shame around because you're like, I'm not even on my period. Why am I so cranky? Why am I so irritable? Why don't I have energy? Um, and this is the time to be the most gentle with yourself. Maybe in your spring phase, you had planned like an outing for that weekend this weekend that you're in and you just don't have the energy for it. Let yourself cancel. Let yourself let go. Let yourself be with yourself and connect with yourself and do what's in your best interest. So from some journal prompts during this time is what do I need to let go of? What situations or person am I finding challenging? And what is that discomfort telling me? So if you're finding yourself being really irritated and snappy and like lashing out at your mom, time to reflect inwards. Your mom is being a window for you. Sorry, a mirror for you, a mirror into your shadows. What do you, like, what can you learn from that? What do you need to reflect on? What work needs to happen internally for you to see like what this resistance and discomfort is trying to tell you? Am I being curious or am I being overthinking and critical? And then last but not least, what is a creative solution for, insert whatever you're dealing with. So like, what is a creative solution for my moodiness? Hmm. Well, I think sleeping in would be a really great solution or spending some time gardening or spending a little bit more time outdoors or maybe going on like a nice leisurely walk. And then this is like where that that shame comes in, which is just generational trauma, I think for all of us women, because we've been living in a patriarchal society for so long, where we don't allow ourselves to slow down. We don't allow ourselves to cancel plans. We don't allow ourselves to change our mind. Like, I mean, goodness, for the longest time, I felt so much guilt for like canceling last minute on someone. Um, but my mind changed, my mood changed. Like I needed time to be by myself, even though I'm highly extroverted. So this letting go phase, the luteal phase, um, is a beautiful time for you to do your shadow work and allow yourself to cancel plans, make rearrangements, go inwards and really evaluate your life and like what is happening, um, or how you're being and how you're showing up. And then it starts all over again. So once your luteal phase ends and you have your first day of bleeding, that is day one and week one of the winter. So that was a lot. <laughs> um, I hope that just giving you this breakdown, I think knowledge is like number one, right? Like what are the actual phases? What, you know, what happens during these phases and how can we honor ourselves during these phases is one thing. So I give you all the knowledge. Now, step number two is for you to take some time to put this into motion, like put it into action. The best way that you can do this is by 
getting your journal out. And I know you're doing your daily journaling. And if you're not, what are you doing? (laughs) Uh, But in the top right corner of your journal, write what day you are on your period. So maybe you wait until you get your your next period and you start with day one. Um, And in your energy section, you can start to really um, be more conscientious of like where your energy is and how you can show up for yourself. And then you can start to see like where you are in your cycle. So that would be step one is to start tracking your period and seeing like the ebbs and the flows and your patterns. And then once you get into a really good habit of that, step two will be to start to integrate each of these like one week at a time. And so when you just see, okay, I'm at, you know, day five, I'm noticing that my energy is starting to increase. Yay. Um, I'm moving out of my menstrual and into my follicular, out of my winter, into my spring. What are some seeds that I want to plant? What are my intentions this month? What do I want to accomplish? And then the most important part I think is the um, the luteal and the menstrual, those phases where really allowing yourself to slow down, like really let yourself just do what's best for your body. Like stop pushing yourself to accomplish things when it's just leaving you burnt out because the only person probably that's putting pressure on you to get this done now is yourself. And when you can start to align yourself with your cycle, you're going to have more energy later. You're going to do a better job later. And later might be tomorrow. You're, you're, I promise you, like, when you communicate and when you, um, you know, if you have a boss or someone that you're working for, like whatever it is, like your partner, like communicate how you're feeling and what your needs are. And, um, you will have an easier time. That was like a little tangent, but I hope that made sense. So as you align your life with your cycle, as you start to get better connected with where your energy levels are and um, taking advantage of them when they're really high and then not feeling that guilt and the shame for when they go low and they leave, we can um, start to meet ourselves with more compassion and we can start to um, optimize our lifestyles with it. And the best part is you start to connect more with your intuition, um, especially during that menstrual phase. When you connect more with your intuition, your confidence is going to increase, your self-trust is going to increase, and you are going to be more connected to your own truth instead of constantly feeling like you are a burden, that your period is a burden, and not knowing where you are in your life. Yes. All right. That's it for today. If this was helpful, reach out to me. I'd love to know um, if you do this, if this is something that you've integrated into your life and how it's changed your life. If you want to read the blog version of this episode, um, just head over, head down into the show notes and it'll take you over to the blog and everything is written out there, including all the journal prompts. And if you want a community that helps you with account ability and support for putting this into action. Uh, come hang out with us inside the Evolve Collective. Um, that's it from me. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now.